Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm Brian Lockhart from the Marine Corps Movie Minute. And I'm Jack. And today we are here to talk about Minute 150 of The Best Years of Our Lives. Minute 150 begins with Fred still in the unemployment line, literally 24 hours later, so... I've already made my jokes about government efficiency here, so... <laughs> oh, she, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> and the minute ends with Chaz Palmitri wondering what to do next. Yeah. You know what, Perry? I'm wondering what we're going to do next because uh, we've reached the end of the line. This is our um, our last minute with the best years of our lives. Yeah, and at the end of this minute, I kind of want to find out how bad this guy gets his ass Say what? kicked. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to stay tuned uh, next week. Being that this is our last day here with everybody, we're actually going to be processing out, just like the beginning of this movie when Fred and Homer and Al were, were you know, getting out of the service, trying to find their way home. Jim O'Kane's going to hand us our DD-214, and we're going <laughs> to, we've, we've turned in all our podcasting gear, we've checked in our computers. We're going to go fight with supply. No, man, I turned that back in already. See, right here, you already gave me the receipt for it. <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. Our microphones are equivalent to our weapon. So, yeah. you know, you know how many times we've had to clean that thing before Jim? <laughs> I never had a problem. I guess the range people or the uh, armory people like me. I'll tell you what. I think I've gotten into this in our, our podcast, but for some reason, it was the, the hardest ad. Say what? Armorer ever. that Everybody hated her. And for some reason, I could, I could do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably taking pity on you. <laughs> probably. Probably. Oh, but, you're adorable. But, dude, I'll take it. Because I didn't have to stand out there, you know, busting every little piece of sand, r- non-existent rust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You clean this weapon? No. <laughs> it's clean. I promise you. Yeah, I'll tell you. I took it, and I wasn't going to look a gift horse in the mouth. That's just Mm-mm. really bad. Nope. <laughs> probably wanted the hell out of there, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this guy's going to be here forever. I'll just it's do it myself. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this, 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 this guy. Well, before we return to civilian life, let's, uh, let's finish this whole minute. We, we, gotta, we should start at the beginning. We're at the unemployment line with Fred, which we briefly, uh, you, know, you weren't here last minute, Perry, but no. briefly this was touched upon that there's a long line for the unemployment line. And, and you know, I, it's funny. I didn't realize it the first time that we're supposed to see that Dana Andrews, Fred, who is prominent in this minute, and this is the first time we get somebody different <laughs> besides <laughs> Homer and Wilma. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we did get Homer's uh, father at the beginning, the first minute that we did. But after that, it's just been Homer and Wilma this whole time. So yeah, uh, one of our main characters, Fred, uh, he was the Army Air Corps uh, bombardier. He's in the unemployment line. He's looking for for employment, and I, it's really just a transition. Mm-hmm. I, you're supposed to you see that he's out looking for a job, basically, and that comes up more as as the scene changes to uh, Fred's apartment, actually. But before we get there, I noticed um, everybody's standing in line looking for looking at newspapers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like the 1946 equivalent of staring at your phone while you're waiting in line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Checking the news. Hey, what's going on Fox News? Let me just open it here and read the, yeah, read the paper. <laughs> right, because everybody's, you know, like nowadays people are like, ah, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're missing the world. You're not, you're not paying attention. You've just got your nose buried in your phone. But, well, these guys all got their nose buried in a newspaper right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one woman's knitting. Yeah, that's a you know that's a stronger class of people. <laughs> yeah. 
not a not a chair to be seen. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, and also, uh, although when you say classy, though, there is a, there's that dirty old man right in front of that woman knitting, and it does look like he's gawking at her. Does it? I'll have to wait till the minute circles back around, and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, <laughs> dirty old man. <laughs> I don't know, man. He seems he double takes at her a couple times. <laughs> it's right there in the first like ten seconds. <laughs> I got the minute looping. You know I am. I'll just catch stuff. I'll just kind of catch little random things. <laughs> hey, man, there's a guy walking around with just a towel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Seen that movie 47 times, never noticed the yeah. towel, towel <laughs> guy. guy. Yeah. He's famous now. Oh, yeah. See the old guy. Yeah, he kind of is like, hey, I like your needle stitch. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> nice, nice stitch you got there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we leave the unemployment line really quick. It's like, I think it's the first, not even 10 seconds of the movie. And we just see, um, I mean, I, I joked that this guy looked look like Chaz Palmentry. Mm-hmm. If this guy isn't a gangster, I don't know who he is. He's a smarmy little, say what? Kidney with his little pencil thin mustache. I don't like him. <laughs> well, this is, uh, <laughs> this is the actor's name is, uh, no, I'm sorry. The, character's name is cliff secord uh, why do i keep saying Sif- cliff secord it's dead da- da- say what jim o'kane because cliff secord is from the rocketeer <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i want to say it every time this guy's name is cliff skull <laughs> <laughs> i even haven't written down it i'm still calling him the wrong name <laughs> it just goes to show it doesn't matter how many notes that i write you don't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. just we just end up winging it, and it's yeah. like, yeah, it's just oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were hell doing book reports. <laughs> oh my god! Man, yeah, I, really I just, read the book. No, I just no, I just but I'm just quoting the movie. <laughs> you mean there was a movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that remind, actually reminds me of a story. My dad's younger brother had to do a book report one time. Mm-hmm. So my dad just told my uncle was much younger than him about whatever the book it was that he they was supposed to have read his book report. <laughs> he set him up, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he, something about was it Mickey Mantle or Babe Ruth? It was one of those guys. I can't remember the story offhand. It, it wouldn't have been Mickey Mantle. There's no way it was Mickey Mantle. It would have been like Babe Ruth. I think was buried behind second base of uh, Yankee Stadium or something like that. It was it was something really outlandish, but it was based on a you know it was from this book or whatever, and it, it, whatever it was it was like an old rumor, you know, like an old like old wives' tale, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But my dad just told it to his younger brother. Younger brother wrote it up just like he read it in a book. Kid got an A on it. The nun ate it right up. <laughs> <laughs> it was all complete BS. <laughs> yeah. It's a better story than the actual book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right. As I was so delicately and, and eloquently saying earlier, this guy's name, the, the character's name is Cliff Scully. We will learn that later, but he's played by Steve Cochran. Birth name, Robert Alexander Cro- uh, Cochran. So, when I first saw this movie and I, and I saw this guy, I'm like, this, there's no way this guy isn't a gangster, like at all, you know? So sure enough, what do I, I started looking through this guy's history and guess what he played in the majority of his films? <laughs> Gangsters. Gangsters. Exactly. <laughs> in fact, he is in the famous scene, top of the world, mom, uh, with, uh, top of the world, ma with, uh, uh James Cagney. Really? Yeah, you know, from uh, it's from the movie White Heat. But you know you know what I'm talking about, right? Top of the world, ma. Nope. Come on. That's like one of the most <laughs> famous, like, Jimmy Cagney lines. I, mean, and, and... I may have seen it once, but I don't, I don't think I've ever seen the movie. 
No, no, I've never seen the movie myself. But I actually wouldn't mind seeing it. But um, I like I like Jimmy Cagney. Uh-huh. But uh, it's it's probably one of the most famous like things he's done. Oh. You know, but funny. All right, so the actress in this uh, playing Fred's wife is Virginia Mayo. I believe she was in that movie as well, <laughs> White Heat with James Cagney, Steve Cochran, and Virginia Mayo. Come to find out, also apparently Virginia Mayo and Steve here have been in like at least five that I can count. I think it's more, but at least five films together. <laughs> oh wow! And you know Danny Kay, right? You you've heard of him? Yeah. Yeah, because he, you know, we tap dance with him at Christmas time, right? Come on. No, I'm not gonna give it to you. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna struggle. We're struggle. Gonna have, no, 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 no. I'm not. You're struggling. You're, you're showing your ass. Say what right now? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have the hap hap happiest Christmas since Bean Crosby tap dance Danny. Say what? Okay. <laughs> Do you know oh, that one now? Yes, 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 yes. All right, Christmas vacation. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently Danny K, Virginia Mayo, and this Steve Cochran guy did, did like a series of movies together. Like one of them was Wonder Man right before this uh, in 1945. Uh, I think that's where he kind of got broken out. But uh, a couple things, a couple things I want to get into about this guy. First off, you know, he, he kind of got known as being a, a gangster. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the quotes I, I read of him was saying that he he's like, I'm really a nice guy in real life or whatever. So I don't like play evil <laughs> he's like i play it as if hey a gangster's got to make a living too <laughs> well, <laughs> what? all right well, you might be turning me around on this guy <laughs> yeah i'm like oh this guy but however i don't know you might want to rethink this because apparently he had some shenanigans going on with his death like he went off he started a production company and he went off the coast of africa and i'm trying to <laughs> oh yeah here we go let me just read this in 1965, Steve hired an assortment of ladies for an all-girl crew, in quotes, to accompany him to a boating trip to check out locations for an upcoming film that he was producing. No, turn me around. I completely love this guy now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's, he's now the hero of the movie. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he's definitely playing himself here, but um, he died of an acute lung infection and was dead for nearly a week when his drifting schooner and the girls, one of whom was several years underage. Now, how do you feel about it? <laughs> were, were rescued from the ocean near Guatemala. Oh, wow. So he's floating around on a boat dead with a, with a boat full of girls. Yeah. And one of them was underage too. Oh, so no, that's, well, that's problematic. <laughs> yeah. Highly. So yeah. So that's, that's how he, his life ended. So he, Definitely had some some shenanigans going on there with the end of his life. Um, but you know, let's we're not here to talk about Steve Cochran. We're, we are here to talk about you know Fred and Cliff though having a little confrontation. <laughs> we, we were chatting offline. Or, or, or well, sorry. Let me let me let me circle back before I before I get there where I'm going with this. <laughs> so we you know we see Cliff. He's looking at a picture of uh, Fred and and I, I think it's. It's spelled Marie, but I swear they call her Mary. So I, I really can't remember because they don't say her name actually in this. But Fred's wife, let's just say Virginia Mayo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, what's what's up? You know, when's your husband going to come back or whatever? And she's like, I don't know. He's going to he's trying to find a job. He's out looking for a job. He won't be home for another hour. Well, first off, that's famous last words, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. 
Yeah. Secondly, Cliff's like, well, well you know, a guy like him, you know, he, he doesn't seem like he's completely like dismissing this guy, but he's like, you know, he's like all this money out there. How is he not able to find, get into any of this money? Basically, how can he not find a job? How can he not, you know, come up with something, which again, still makes me think that this guy's a gangster. Cause you know, there's, there's ways to make money. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And, and, so he's, uh, you know, he's just lounging like he's like it's his place. He's got these. Well, everybody smokes cigarettes back then, but he's got a cigarette smoking. He's drinking some sort of alcoholic drink, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Just sitting on the say what armrest of the chair, like he like he yeah. owns the place. And, and of course, Virginia Mayo, she's getting ready. Fred's wife, and and she's <laughs> she's like, I don't know, maybe he's stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so mm. she, she doesn't she doesn't seem to have much use for Fred at this point in the movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So let me. All right. So, so, so let me. Let me fill you in a little bit on this, all right? So let's see if any of this sounds remotely familiar to you. Not like personally, but just have you ever seen this type of situation before? Oh, given the, leg- the legendary Jody. Well, yeah. Okay, let, let's let's dive into Jody right now. Well, well actually, hold on, hold off on Jody for a second. <laughs> so Fred, like, married. You know, she was like a cocktail waitress or whatever. Or I forget. I forget exactly where he met her, but he only known her for like. A week or two, a couple weeks, and they got married, and he got shipped off overseas. I mean, if, if Fred, oh, was he a Lance Corporal? Oh, exactly. I mean, if PFC, <laughs> Fred, Jerry, he got married on after boot camp leave. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, is that like the bootiest boot thing you would ever hear? It's like you know, <sighs> yeah. Let's and then yeah. and then you know, and then he comes home and he can't find his wife anywhere. She was apparently living with his parents, and then she moved out. She's like a cocktail waitress. Would you? I guarantee, if this was filmed today. She would be a stripper. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, just for college, you know, just just through college. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> because why not? <laughs> you know, and people think we're being crass, but this is exactly what happened. <laughs> this, is, this is the <laughs> I can tell you how many people we knew met people in A school <laughs> and then, you know, and then thought they would like, they would get married so that they could then be together. And then guess what? They get shipped to two different places. And guess how long that marriage lasts or yeah, 10 minutes or, yeah, the person that comes home from boot camp and is like, oh, I got here's a ring, honey. And now that granted, was more, it, that was more or less me. <laughs> and how did that work out for you? <laughs> oh, boy, I was I was uh, I was. I was not the exception to the rule. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ooh. we have personal experience here on this uh, podcast. Yeah, boy, do we. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Say what? It me all kinds of problems. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Perry, you literally oh. could be fried in this situation. Midas, the, you know, that you actually, like, <laughs> why stop <There's> somebody. <laughs> who the hell are you <laughs> yeah oh my god but yeah exactly and that person's name is jody <laughs> yeah <laughs> doesn't matter what his name is that's what his name is oh his name is jody so yeah that i i you know so this movie is filled i think it's very accurate um we just had rory on uh last minute and we were discussing like the accuracy of this film and there's a few little things here or there that he with his military advisor hat on noticed that we talked about but for the most part fairly accurate the fact that fred was booty mcboot um and and pulling the same thing that every every you know pfc straight out of boot camp does is again i i love that little aspect i guarantee nobody even really 
thought of that, you know, except for people who've kind of know people like that. And yeah. it's, it's hilarious. Like, cause it's so common and it's never referred to in like, it's always films. romanticized. Yeah. It's romanticized. It's like, well, no, there's, there's a human element to this. It's not quite as romantic as what you want to believe. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 typically the romanticized version of it is Homer and Wilma version. Like, Oh, I got the girl yeah. next door waiting home. It's kind of like on like every Vietnam film or, or even world war two. It's like, Oh, I got Susie Q back home and I can't wait to, you know, she, we're going to get married as soon as I get home. And then that guy dies, you know, like yeah. that's, it's always, that's in every movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. You just, yeah. This is what we call foreshadowing folks. Right. Except, in real life, you know, you get Lance Corporal Schmuckatelli, you know, meeting, you know, some person, they get married immediately, they get shipped to different assignments, or even if they don't, you know, sometimes one of them gets shipped overseas, and, you know, next thing you know, somebody's in trouble uh, on restriction for, uh, <laughs> for drinking. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say for, um, what is it, uh, cheating, basically. Mm. Oh, yeah, adultery. Adultery, yeah, that that is a that is a punishable offense by the UCMJ. Yes, it is. Uniform Code of Military Justice, everybody. <laughs> yes, yes. So, well, the Constitution uh, does not apply. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You defend it, you don't get to use it. <laughs> you are government property. <laughs> it is a beautiful system. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so so okay, so we a system that's so that's so stringent. That you actually get a reward for not getting caught breaking it. Oh yeah, there's um. Let's see, you get you the can get a, the good. Uh, was it the good cookie? Well, the good cookie is the big. That is the big thing. Is the yeah good conduct medal every three, three years. years. Three yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to make three years. <laughs> so basically, what you do is you 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 act good your first year, and then right before you get out, you just completely lose your mind and just do whatever you want. Yeah, I got my award. I got my award. You can't take this away from me. Oh, it's not retroactive. <laughs> so, all right. So, depending on how I edit this, <laughs> we've either already referred to Jody or we haven't. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> coward. Right. So, because I never know <laughs> in the midst of it. But, but anyways, I was talking about how the the accuracy of the accuracy of this movie. And, and, and it's the one thing I wish William Wyler would have done. Although Cliff Scully is an excellent name, especially for somebody who's probably kind of a gangsterish type guy. Mm. Uh, the guy should have been Jody. I mean, it should have just been Jody. It, uh, although it might have been too on the nose because Jody was a thing in World War II. Was it? Yeah. I don't think it was as popularized. Actually, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Jody kind of actually kind of came out of World War II, actually. Because let's go to the history of Jody. So first off, let's define what Jody is. We, we I mean, I think just context clues show everybody that Jody is the guy that kind of steals your lady while you're in the service, right? Mm. So this is according to Wiktionary.org. Jody, plural for Jody's slang, a male civilian who romances a military man's wife or girlfriend in his absence. That is the purest definition, I think, of Jody. Would you agree? Yeah, it's also the cleanest. It, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because I won't, I won't. I went to Urban Dictionary to see what they said about it, and although actually their definition, <laughs> well, the example that they use of how to use Jody in a 
in a sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is definitely more colorful. And I will not use the colorful metaphors on this uh, podcast because I don't feel like bleeping them out. <laughs> <laughs> but they actually had a very concise uh, background of to what it what it means. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna forego that for now. But let's see. So. I found this really good article. gave a brief history about Jody in, in the military, basically. Um, in fact, there this article. I I, I read the book Jarhead. Didn't much care exactly. for it. Yeah, I, you know I like the book, um, but the, by the end too. of it, but the, by the end of it, I didn't. Uh, I had more questions than I had, and I actually read it after I got out. Mm. Same. I actually same. I did too. I read it uh, after we got out, and I did like it at first. I'm, I think we had a similar. You and I have talked about this offline before. Uh, that we had, I think we had a similar feel feeling yeah. about it. Like by the end of it, you're like, I don't know if I really liked the book, you know, like overall, you're just kind of, yeah. at least that was my opinion. It's like, I liked it at first. And, but anyways, I had some good stuff in it. Some funny yeah. stuff. Yeah. Especially I think the early stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, they did a movie and in the movie, yeah, the movie was not good. <laughs> exactly. Right. In the movie, there's like, a, they call it the deer head scene. Basically somebody sends a VHS to what somebody's wife sends a VHS mm. tape of the deer hunter. I have the whole, whole platoon sits down to watch it. And it's a sex tape <laughs> of yeah. her with somebody with an aforementioned Jody. That is in a wife's tale as well. Everybody in the military has known somebody who is, you know, my friend, or I was served with somebody who was in a unit where that happened. I know a guy who was with a guy who heard a story. Yeah. And I don't think that this is even a true story here in, in Jarhead, even though this is based on true events. It just seems like I, I could be wrong and, and I'm not trying to libel or slander <laughs> whichever <laughs> one is the spoken word, <laughs> you know, the, the author, but it's one of those old wives tales, urban legends, if you will, where everybody knows somebody who it's happened to, but nobody actually knows the person it happened to, you know? Yeah. I'm sure it has. I mean, it, it, mu- it must have just for the simple fact of somebody's going to make it happen just because of the stories. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? People like, in a spiteful relationship too, man, will do some pretty dark things. That's what I mean. Like, like I was saying, like, it's it's a known thing now. Somebody, it's like, you're going to make make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but yeah, and you're right. I mean, there are definitely some <laughs> some <laughs> spurned and scorned lovers who might mm-hmm. do something like that um yeah so so i mean anyways but that that's that's just one of those things and, and again so jody is like the bane of every uh service me- members <laughs> um, so the term jody date, dates back to 1939 when they say it was introduced to the u.s army by african-american soldiers during world war ii and jody was originally joe the grinder uh, right. So I always wondered this myself. I'm like, Jody, I mean, sorry, you know, not, not for nothing, but I always felt Jody was more of a female's name. Right. Yeah. I, I knew some, like, I knew like some of my mom's friends, like, I think like I, my, like my parents age, they, they had friends named Jody, you know, like that was a woman's name to me. So I always thought that was weird. So I'm like, where did this come from? So Joe, the grinder, right? Okay. So Joe, even at the end of our, every podcast for best minutes, it says, Hey, Joe. You better get moving. The plane's leaving or whatever. So, you know, and like GI Joe, it's generic GI generic guy. You know, Joe was just a, you know, it's like, Hey Mac, Hey, yeah. hey you know, Hey bud, Hey right. Joe. All right. So that's, that's where Joe came from. And then the grinder literally meant the guy's grinding up on your woman. It was a slang for sex, you know, oh, <laughs> so, gotcha. it was 19th century slang for sex. And, and so he's literally, Joe is, is literally going to grind on your girl. 
But given that it was blues songs and all that they came from, it kind of got shortened to Joe D Grinder. Like not Joe the uh, Grinder, but Joe D, you know, Joe D Grinder. You know, like, the evolution of a nickname. Correct. So that's why I'm now Billy and not Exactly. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. Right. And not William Montgomery. <laughs> or or our friend Beeves. Yeah. Our friend Beeves, whose original name was Underwood. And it, for somehow we got to Beeves, which because it went from Underwood to Underwear to give me my BVDs yeah. <laughs> to Beeves. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, how do you get there from, from, from that? But anyways, yeah, so it became Jody and it just stuck. It was like, that's the name now. And yeah. so there's like cadences about it. There's, um, in fact, Johnny Taylor in 1970 did Joni, uh, Jody's Got Your Girl and Gone, which is f- straight from a, a cadence, you know, which I don't, again, I don't know what came first the cadence or the, I, I think the cadence the came first. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They said, <laughs> so somebody wrote a book on actually this whole thing. Right. And, and one of the things they mentioned was the soldiers and, 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 and people deployed were kind of like acutely aware of their own waywardness. <laughs> so they're like, <laughs> if, 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 you know, what happens in war, what happens in combat, what happens in deployment, what happens in Vegas, you know, if you can, if you can do that, then, well, why can't she? And she's home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, so, goose is good for the gander. Now they even said now in this article, and this is funny because this is true. The good news is that at least in most of the cadences, Jody is a le- far lesser man than you. <laughs> so at least you could, go, you could go home and kick his butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, so Jody usually is uh, like a broke. Say what? For lack of a better word. Uh, yeah. You know, he's somebody that either was too cowardly to join the service. Uh, he was either somebody who could not physically join the service, uh, you know, something like that. Or he was like, you know, he's just, he's just like, like, again, he's a lesser man. Right. Before I get into some of the cadences, one things I, I did, I held back about Steve Cochran. And so I, I think, again, he's perfect for Jody. Unable to serve his country due to a heart murmur, Steve directed shows for the army camps and, and toured uh, with them in addition to appearing in uh, country and stock plays. So so here, here, while Fred is off fighting the war, the, the real actor was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... I, 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 trips. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, in my... I think, I think and I had, I'd have to relook, but I think perhaps Cliff was supposed to have been in the service as well, but it's never referenced. And I would, I, for my purposes of him being a, a true Jody, he, I like to think he didn't go to the service. He was just one of these guys. Oh, so that makes him even worse. Right. Exactly. Well, cause, cause so, so Fred's wife, after she moved away from her parents, uh, his parents, I'm sorry, she got jobs as cocktail waitresses in all these nightclubs. And that's why I made the joke. Well, nowadays she would be stripping at the driftwood, you know, or, or one of these places outside of base. Well, I mean, you have to think that somebody like Cliff, you know, that's where they met, you know, mm. she even says he's an old friend of mine Yeah, and, and he's invited me out and I'm going, whether you like it or not. And if you don't, you know, she even says, if you don't like it, you know what you can do. You can go pound sand. So clearly she's, she's chosen a side and it's not yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shameful, shameful behavior. Exactly. This is the 1940s. This type of stuff did not happen back then. <laughs> I'm clutching my pearls right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I would like to imagine that he was kind of, you know, cause I'm going with the whole gangster vibe just cause that's what he plays. He was kind of some, you know, he never, never served. He, uh, he was a little bit of a gangster probably, you know, 
staying back home and he's and he's Jody. He's just romancing all the ladies, you know. Yeah. Um <laughs> picking the pieces. <laughs> exactly. He's you know, he's giving you a shoulder to cry on, so to speak. Yeah. So um I don't know where I was going with any of this as far as the Jody. <laughs> there was <laughs> it's some more Jody stuff. <laughs> oh, anyways. Oh, well, we could turn that in the entire podcast on its own. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Well, you're right. I mean, we'd have, we'd could... have call in guests, it'd be like love line. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, in fact, uh, you know, our group is the Marine Corps Movie Minute Quarter Deck on Facebook, and I actually reached out to the group, and I'm like, "Hey, has anybody got any fun Jody stories that you know I could add it for this podcast purposes?" If, <laughs> but nobody, nobody would bite, you know. No, I so uh, Perry, I, I I applaud you for sharing, you know, some details of, of your Jody story, and 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 just you know, bearing your heart and soul to to the rest of the podcast world. So, <laughs> cause yeah, if I can uh, do nothing, maybe you can learn from my mistakes. Right. Right. I mean, cause I mean, cause and, and, and you don't have to be like, like I was joking about booty McBoo, but I mean, this happened often, you know, it's like, Oh, some, you meet somebody, you get married, you want to get out of the barracks. That was another thing you get, you'd marry somebody either you work with or. Oh different... yeah. Cause it was, yeah. Cause the pay. Yeah. You get game in the system. Yeah. Yeah. People would get, but I mean, that's not the only reason they, they would get married. Obviously they were like, Oh, we're in love. Uh, but I mean, ultimately it's like, Hey, we can get, if we get married, we can get out of, out of barracks. We get extra money, all this. So oh, it's going to be great. And then it's never great. I mean, it is some, it is for some people. Don't get me wrong. Just real briefly. Let's talk about some military cadences since I referenced that a little bit ago. So here is a, um, an example from the U S Marine Corps. Oh God, you're going to be editing that one out and that one <laughs> no. and that one. And <laughs> no, that no. one. These are, these are mostly tame, you know, cause not it, all of them are terrible. Okay. Yeah, if it's anything other than left, right, left, man, you're going to be doing a lot of beeping. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that left, right? No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, low, righty, left, right? No. Um, Jody, Jody, six of four. Jody never had his say what kick before. I'm going to take a three day pass and really slap a beating on Jody's say what. Ain't no use in going back. Jody's got your Cadillac. Ain't no use in going home. Jody's got your girl and gone, which is the Johnny, um, the song I mentioned referenced a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Ain't no use in feeling blue. Jody's got your sister too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jody's really put, uh, <laughs> pushing well, around. <laughs> exactly. Well, I found, um, I found another one. It's, it's very similar. It's like, ain't no use in looking down. Ain't no discharge on the ground. That's very famous. Uh, Jody's got your Cadillac. There ain't no use in. Oh yeah, ain't no use in looking back. Jody's got your Cadillac. Ain't no use in feeling blue. Jody's got your old lady too. Not for long. No way. I'm a coming. I'm a coming. Oh yeah, feeling good. Feeling bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Ooh, You know that stuff. <laughs> now we're gonna go running. Yeah. <laughs> start start calling cadence in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The U.S. military had a thing about Cadillacs. Well, it rhymes with back is the problem. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, my, 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 my dad is, my dad's a Vietnam vet and he's referenced that, you know, ain't no discharge on the ground, ain't, you know, but the, the army's got a different variation of it, mm -hmm. but you know, we don't care about the army. No, 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 no. <laughs> not so much. No, we are from the Marine Corps movie minute. Let the army movie minute go ahead and, and they can, they can promote the, the army. Cadences. Oh, wait a minute. There's not one. So ah, <laughs> we're, we are the few and the proud. <laughs> <laughs> the chumps. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So let's just get into the whole uh, back and forth between 
Fred and and Cliff, which is great. I love this. So Fred walks in and, and Cliff like immediately kind of is like, oh, oh darn. Yeah, you know, like you can see it in his eyes, but he's like, he's a tough guy. He's not gonna not gonna back down. He goes, hey, he goes, how do you do? Fine, thanks. Who are you? And then Marie comes over or Mary and comes over and introduces them. And she's like, you know, this is Cliff. He's an old friend of mine. I think he's like, hi. He goes, hi, you Freddie. Glad to know you, Scully. Get out. <laughs> Tough guy, huh? <laughs> yeah. you, you heard me, chum. Get out. And he's like, what do I do next? <laughs> so, you know, in, in between that, I, that's, you know, I, I, I kind of skipped over the Virginia Mayo coming in and being like, Hey, if you don't, I'm Cliff's an old friend. I already told you this. I'm going out with, he's invited me out. I'm going out. And if you don't like it, pound sand, get out. <laughs> but, but Fred kind of blows it off. And he just said, you heard me chum, get out. Which I, I think I referenced to you offline that he calls everybody chum in this movie. <laughs> so he, he could have played a good uh, uh, Batman in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> Pow. And I do, I do like, though, that, you know, Jody here plays it pretty cool because he's like, what do I do next? Like, it's almost like he's asking permission to throw Fred out of his own home. <laughs> I mean, that's how I took it. Really, I think after this, I mean, I... I, I, I I didn't skip ahead because I can't remember, but I, I feel like it, not much happens beyond this. Like it's just their confrontation and then it kind of just on to the next thing, you mm. know, I feel, or maybe they leave. It doesn't matter. What do you think happens? Let me just ask you that. Since we don't, since we don't get to go forward and, and you've never seen the movie and I can't remember the movie, <laughs> exactly what happens with it. I want to know mm. your interpretation, what you think happens oh, next. Oh, I think he chucks them both. The Say what? Out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's like, no, I'm done with this nonsense. <laughs> out. Both of you out. You know, Cliff Scullier is a big guy and he clearly is. Uh, he's not intimidated by Fred at all. But if you notice, Dana Andrews is not a small man himself. And, you know, he's already punched out a, a conspiracy theorist and, and quit his job. He's not above a little fisticuffs, if you will, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love Dana Andrews in this, Fred. Mm. You know, pleased to meet you. Get out. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not, I'm not gonna be rude but yeah I'm gonna assert you know what though i kind of like that i i like this attitude i i like his attitude because i think sometimes you know people would just be like well who's this guy i'm gonna beat him up you know who's this guy I think he is you know i'm gonna you know rough him up i'm gonna beat him up it's his fault he's 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 not the culprit here mm. the one he should be mad at and i think he is is his wife yeah so he's like he so to him he's just like hey fine get out you know, this is because I'm going to deal with this in a minute. <laughs> you know, you don't need to be a part of this. But honestly, if he doesn't get out, Fred is not above throwing him out. And, yeah. and you look like he's got he doesn't flinch. He doesn't. He's dead serious the whole time. Just get out. But he's, yeah. he never he never like loses his cool, though, either. I don't think at least not in the minutes we, you know, the minute we see. And yeah, that's probably the way to handle it. And even I like Cliff's like, well, all right, doll. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Do you want me to throw your husband out or do you want me to leave? And I, I honestly, I honestly do not remember what happens next. Now we're going to have to go find the clip and because <laughs> I, now I want to know, but I will tell you, I don't think a fisticuffs happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a shame. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry to, sorry to spoil the next minute and sorry hey, to ruin sorry. your fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, sometimes violence is the answer. Sometimes violence is the answer. Yeah, I, I refer to this all the time. There was a another Marine Corps movie, believe it or not, the Kenny Rogers made-for-TV movie Coward of the County based on the song. Yep, I remember. It was a Marine movie. Everybody was, it was after um, 
Pearl Harbor. Everybody was signing up to do their part, but the coward of the county, he just couldn't sign up because of the you know, responsibilities he had at home. Well, anyways, he ends up, spoiler alert, he does join the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> I think he leave, I think he signs up and literally leaves dressed in his dress blues. And I'm like, oof, that's not, that, that's not how it works, but okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that being said, his uncle is Kenny Rogers, and you know, you know, he doesn't have a father. And Kenny Rogers is a preacher as well, and is a pastor, and he does his best to help his, you know, his his nephew. and And there's a, there's a quote that he that I like to use all the time. He said, you know, Jesus told you to turn the other cheek, but he never said what to do when they hit the other cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he's giving his nephew permission to just don't be a coward and just whoop up on everybody. <laughs> yeah, get out there and get some. Because the premise of the song is the the father died in jail for being a bad, bad man. His son promised to never fight. But then the moral of the story is sometimes you got to fight when you're a man. <laughs> so that's uh, that's Fred's take here. He's not going to fight, but he will if he needs to. <laughs> yeah. Like like you said, we could keep talking about Jody all day long and, and we could start a whole series of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really don't have much else to to highlight because because honestly virginia mayo and and fred andrews i'm sure has been talked to death uh on this podcast already because <laughs> they they've been in the movie throughout it's just uh cliff secord oh my god he did it again cliff scully is new uh to this minute so <laughs> that's why i wanted to dive into him a little bit and he's he's pretty funny too hi freddie so all right what do you you got anything else you want to cover perry i do not since Cliff is asking what to do next, I think I, now that we have nothing else, I know what to do next. I'm going to ask everybody, go check out moviesbyminutes.com, where I just checked last night, there's over 190 movies by minutes. If this caught your attention at all, or if you've learned about other podcasters you know, through the various teams at this point, because we, you know, we're getting towards the end, please go ahead and check out moviesbyminutes.com. There's so many, clearly so many movies, uh, that popular movies that people have picked apartment at a time. It's a fun format. Uh, I listen to many of them, so I highly encourage everybody to go over there and check it out. But listeners can find this particular podcast on, of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, and the main site, thebestminutes.com, which if you go to moviesawayminutes.com, Best Minutes is on there. It can link directly to it. So you, you know, kill two birds with one stone. But also, if you just want to just follow us on social media, uh, the show is available at Butch's Place, the Best Years of Our Lives Listener Cafe on Facebook and on Twitter. It's the best minutes. I mean, I, I hope everybody comes back and joins us next time for the Best Minutes podcast. You heard me, chum. Get out. Hey, Joe. Better hurry up out there, because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor. Join us next time on the Best Minutes Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to wrap it up. Also, no, I wanted to tell you to get out. <laughs> you heard me, chum. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Now, that being said, I'm having so much fun. I'm going to try and find my way back into this podcast. Just you wait and see. Yeah, well, I'm sure you. Yeah, I'm sure you. I'm back. I'm back, everybody. <laughs> You're like a case of crabs. You just keep showing up. Yeah, like a bad penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. That one's going out. That, that's historic. That's going to immortalize forever. <laughs> this is exactly how it's going to end now. <laughs>